Welcome to the Bearing Fruit Podcast, where we will be discussing the simplicity of Christianity. This is a production of Simply Free Church in Lanark, Illinois. Now here's your host, Pastor Glenn Scott. So there's, there's this line we got, right? And, and I don't want you to cross the line, but if you find yourself on the other side of the line, I want you to get back as quickly as possible. And... Uh, some things this week just started coming to me. Uh, I, I know there's some truck drivers in here, and you're all going to understand this, right? You're following somebody, and they kind of move over past the line, right? You're like, eee! And then they jerk back. They're back in their spot, and then they go off the other side. Now, this is scary, right? And, and I think I'm not the only one that thinks maybe something's wrong or maybe we should be calling somebody to check these, this person out, right? They're just all over the place. And uh, this, this happens to each and every one of us. I'm sure I can't be the only person that's jerked back, you know, found myself playing with my phone or something. And if there's any cops in here, leave that alone. But, you know, I, I'm no better than you guys. Things distract us or I'm doing the iPod or the radio or something. And uh, we we find ourselves like this in life. And have you ever followed somebody because you thought maybe there was something wrong? I want to see what happens, right? Okay, so I didn't call the cops, but this doesn't look good, and I'm afraid they're going to hurt somebody or go off the road or something, and I'm following them to see what happens until I just can't take it anymore. i got to get on with my day, right? This is what happens to us in life. And what, what happens is we start to follow people for different reasons. Um, I, I drove a semi for a few years, and you find yourself in a spot, and you don't know what you're going to do. And you see a, a detour sign or whatever, and you see one semi go a certain way. And you say, he obviously knows where he's going. I'm going to follow him. right? And he goes down and pulls into this farmhouse. That's where he lives, you know. <laughs> Right? You, you're going along in your car and you come to a detour sign and it's a little bit confusing, but you see everybody going a certain way. Obviously, they know where they're going. So let's just follow them. Well, do you know whether they know where they're going or not? It leads us into funny places. And sometimes people are following you and you do the same thing. Who, who's following you? Same scenario. You're driving, and you are being followed by somebody. Kids? Parents? How are you leading your life? And are you one of these people that once in a while goes over the line? And they're like, hey, what's going on with that? Now, when we see somebody do this, when it's severe, we will take action. Either call the police or try to get their attention. Something's wrong. What are you guys doing? When you see somebody cross a line like that, oh, oh, that's none of my business, right? They have crossed the line several times on both sides of the road, and you don't do anything about it. If somebody's coming the wrong way on a one-way street, you guys will flip them off, and you will yell at them and call them idiots and everything you can imagine. You're trying to stop them. But one of your friends crosses the line in life, and you don't do a thing. What's the difference? Why are you that bold out in traffic? But when it comes to your friends crossing the line, or swerving a little, 
maybe going a little too fast, right? Everybody that goes faster than us is, no, it was a moron was the one going too fast. Idiots were the ones going too slow, right? So if they're not going fast enough, you're calling them an idiot. If they're going too fast, you're calling them a moron. But you won't do anything about it. I want to know why. You will yell at people in traffic like crazy. You will yell at people walking down a sidewalk. And, and, and whatever somebody's doing something wrong and you don't know who they are, you will yell at them like crazy. But when one of your friends crosses some sort of line and you know where that line's at, you don't say a thing. Now, I actually want you to think about you being the leader. Whether you know it or not, you are a leader. And I have told a lot of people this before, and I'll tell you again. I am not the leader of this church. I am a follower of the leader. I don't have the vision. The leader does. I'm a follower. But then some of you might follow what I say or do. Pretty soon there's a convoy. Except there's somebody in front of this person, and somebody in front of this person, and somebody in front of that person. You can't really see who's leading. Right? You ever been in a, a whole line of cars, and you can't tell what's up front, so you pull out to pass, and man, you got to go like crazy because that's a long line. And there's a tractor up there going 20 miles an hour. You see, you pulled out, you crossed the line, and w went way too fast. You put everybody at risk because you didn't know who the leader was. But you wanted to get past them because they weren't doing a very good job. They were going too slow, so they are. Idiots. <laughs> we don't even know. I'll, I'll quit pointing at you. I'm sorry. Somebody's leading you. You're leading somebody else, I hope. That's our goal of the church, is to lead people, seek the lost, and lead them to the cross. But this is what we're supposed to be doing. We're trying to reach people. We're trying to raise our family this way. Now, you understand that if you're driving and you're leading the pack, can I pick on you for a minute? You're leading and they're following you. And if you start to swerve, if you go the wrong way, they will too. They won't say anything to you. But they'll think in their head, what's wrong? Something's wrong here. Are you guys doing that? You know where these lines are. And you see somebody that's starting to swerve, and you're wondering what's wrong. You know what? You actually want to help them. If something medical is going on, you want to help them. If they have uh, had a little too much, uh, I'll try to be good here, right? You, you need to get them off the road. Lots of things. But yet we see our friends going outside of the line, and they're distracted. They, these are a distracted driver. They're not concentrating. They're not focusing on what's going on. And you don't say anything. I, I don't know why that is. I know that it's hard sometimes, but there's an effective way to do this. Who are you leading? And are you leading anybody? And if you aren't leading somebody and you are following somebody, what do you know about the person you're following? The one we should be following is the head of the church, Jesus Christ. But then we're supposed to lead others to him. You are a leader. And you have these lines that you're supposed to stay in. You know, and we're even so bad at this now that they have to put reflectors in the middle. Um, the, the white line is huge. That's a lifesaver right over there. 
but yet we don't really focus on it, and sometimes we cross it. And now what's happened is we've crossed it so many times that they put in these little rumble strips. You're supposed to stay in these lines, and you are leading someone, whether you know it or not. Hopefully you're leading them to Christ, to church, to a better moral life, because that's our ministry. That's what the church does. So, this road that you're going to go down, and you're leading, you get to be the leader, and people are going to line up behind you, and they're going to go where you go, and do what you do, until you start driving erratically, or you're not focused, and you start to swerve or go across the line someplace, I'm not following this guy anymore. That's what happens to us. We come in a place like this, and everybody knows where we go and what we do, I hate to tell you that, but everybody knows. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. Narrow road. It's got lines that we do not cross. This is the road that you're supposed to be on, and you're supposed to have a convoy behind you. And this convoy will watch what you're doing, go where you go, do what you do, until you do something that makes them understand that you either aren't going where they want to go, or you're not doing it the right way. You're not the best driver. Not analogy. Uh, Tammy, Stefan, I'm going to pick on you for just a minute. Um, Abby was moving and all this stuff. We had all the stuff in the trailers. And Tammy came to get one of the trailers, and she got out, and she said, you're going to have to back that up. And I said, no, 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 no. Right? You, you get in there and do it. So here we are, standing outside, right? Anybody do this before? You back up something? Come on, come on. You start going like this, right? And we got different signs, right? Does this mean stop? Any truck drivers in here? You got these signs, right? And she's backing up, and of course, she's looking over the back seat, and I'm thinking, use your mirror. I'm on this side, right? <laughs> I'm trying to teach her. She wanted some direction for me. And narrow is the gate. Now, when you have a bunch of people, this gate is narrow and few will find it. They're going to be the person that's standing out there saying, come on, a little to the left, turn your wheels the other way. That's leading somebody. It's not doing it for them. It's leading them. And to get through a very narrow gate, you need people like that. Maybe they followed you to this gate and you get there and there's some sensitive and you start to guide them. This is what you do. This is what you don't do. That's meeting people's needs. But we guided them to a certain place. We tried to teach them. We tried to show them. We were the leader for that very short period of time. What are you guys doing to lead? You are leaders, whether you know it or not. Your family, your neighbor, whatever it is, somebody is watching what you're doing. And when you're driving erratically, you're over the line. Now, you all understand what I'm talking about here, right? They will not follow you. You are not a good driver. You are not a good leader, and we're not going there. Because if you get down there, cars can follow things for miles and miles. And if that tractor is leading a slow, rolling convoy, and he pulls into a farm, you are left out in the middle of the country. Who are you following? Who are you leading? Yes, we have one leader. That's the guy you should be following. But if you're going to get somebody to follow you, 
He's going to be in front of you, and they might not be able to see. Now, I'm a pretty good-sized guy to look around. See, I'm like following a semi. We can't quite see, and we're, we're peeking out there. Who's up there? Where's, right? They might not see the true leader of where you're going, but they know that you're good, and they will follow you. They don't need to see who's up front, because if everything's going right, they will follow you until you get to where you're going and say, you are a good leader. They'll find Jesus at the front of that convoy by following you. You don't have to call yourself a leader, but you are. You're actually following the leader, but these people are coming behind you because of the way you're acting, because of the way you talk, by the way you even drive. Who are you leading? Think about this. And how are you leading them? And are you actually crossing the line? Are you on the rumble strip most of the time? Because that's what they're going to do. Do you ever look behind you to see who's following you? It could be somebody very important like your children. You need to be a leader. And what you're doing is you're leading somebody else. And you're following somebody else. Everybody's driven in the fog, haven't they? When you're in the fog, this is some dense fog, right? You are concentrating. You are watching this white line, and now I know what the reflectors are for. I thought that was a hoax, but they they actually are pretty good. You are following these lines, and you are staying between these lines, and you are actually leading between these lines. Stay between the lines, because somebody's going to follow you, and they are focused right on your taillights, because they think you know where you're going. And this fog gets so dense, I, sometimes you, don't, you get disoriented. I'm not quite sure where I'm at. And you go by a, somebody's mailbox and say, ah, I think I do. But then all of a sudden there's a curve. You need to have somebody in front of you. This is, this is the light and the darkness. This is your hope that these people know where they're going. And I can see them a lot easier than I can navigate. The guy out in front, he's going slow for a reason. And you think it's not too bad because you can just follow the taillights. So now here again, you're trying to figure out who's leading over there, right? You're crossing the line because you need to know who's leading. And then you come out of the fog. Now you are white-knuckled. I hate it. It, I have to concentrate so much. I have to focus so much. And then I come into the light. The fog dissipates. You come up on top of a hill or something and take a breath Kind of look around, see where you're at, and then you go down the hill, back into the fog again. This is life. This really is. And it's hard to see. It's hard to navigate sometimes. But this fog, it gets so thick and so dense that pretty soon, when you come out of that, it is just such a breath of fresh air. You're glad it's over. The light in the darkness is what you're supposed to be. I'm going to read you some of these. This, this is being in the fog and you being the leader because the world has trouble and you will find it. It will come to you. We do not have easy street, but you're going to lead somebody through this trouble and you're going to be equipped on how to do it. And we're going to call this light in the darkness. You can be it. You're following Christ and these people are going to follow you and I hope somebody's following them and we're going to get a convoy. This is called the church. The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Love that. This is my fog story. The people who are sitting in darkness saw a great light. And those who were sitting in the land in the shadow of death, upon them a light dawned. 
what a beautiful picture of just being such a wreck. And all of a sudden you can see again. This is white knuckle driving kind of stuff. And this is life. God said, light shall come out of the darkness. We know who that light is. But you need to be that light for somebody else. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. You need to be the light. Jesus tells us here, you are the light of the world. He says he's the light of the world. You're following that light. Now you're a light for somebody else. You are the lamp to my feet. This is the light and the darkness that somebody needs. And you can do it. You can lead them. You can be their light and bring them to the main light. But sometimes you just have to say, follow me. Or, or don't, don't even say anything. Just by your actions, how you live your life. When somebody comes up to you and says, how do you do it? How, how do you get through these things? You seem calm, and I know what you're going through and all this stuff. Oh, bingo. And you tell them about the light that you're following. Then they can be the light for somebody else. This is what we do. And it is so obvious that sometimes people are swerving off the road and nobody is saying a thing because they know who they are. They don't want to confront them. How good a friend are you? This is being the light in the darkness for somebody. And we can lead people to the true light by being a little light. And you're going to lead them by example. You're going to show them the way. And you're going to lead them to the great light. When you're in a storm and can't see, you want to follow somebody. Even if it's not the follower. It's the one that knows the follower. It's the one that knows the leader. It goes back and back and back and back and back. They can't see who the leader is. But they will follow you because they know you know who the leader is. This darkness that we're trying to bring people out of... What, what happens here is you, you cannot comprehend this light that we're bringing into the darkness. When this darkness comes over people, they don't know it. But when they see your light in it, they'll know that there's some peace just to follow you. That is where the darkness will start to tremble because it knows it doesn't stand a chance. Lead somebody into the light. You can tell people, this road is not going to be smooth. This road is not going to be easy. It's going to be curvy and it's going to be slow and it's going to be fast and there's going to be uphills and there's going to be downhills. But I know where we're going. Just follow me because I'm following the leader. And you'll be surprised how many people want to know who the leader really is. Now you have the opportunity to tell them. But you need to be this light in the darkness. This is what the church does. This is who we are. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to look like well, maybe a little better than me, but you, you, you can be just normal and you can be real and just stay between the lines and let people see it because you are the light of the world. You know where it came from. He gave it to you and now you're going to lead somebody. I'm going to stay between the lines and I'm going to lead from between these lines, not just stay in them. Let's pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you for giving us direction. Thank you for giving us the scripture to keep us in the lines. God, as we lead people, show us how to do it so that we can introduce them to you because you are the ultimate leader. Let's try to train up people to be leaders under your leadership. We are so grateful for what you've done to us and we just can't help but to tell the world. But let them see how we act and who we are before we tell them because we need to be the evidence of that light. 
It's in your son's awesome, beautiful, power name we leave this place. Amen.